Welcome to The Refuge Project. The Refuge Project is a place we can have meaningful conversation in a safe place. We are your host. I am Pastor David. We got James. Hey, hey. And we got Adam here today. Hey, what's going on? How you guys doing, man? It's been a minute. I know. I said, I told them when I got in here, I said, hey, how many did y'all, uh, po- how many podcasts did y'all do while I was out of town? They said, none. <laughs> so <laughs> we missed a couple. If we missed two weeks. Uh, I know I've, I've heard a, from people that are like, hey, where is it at? I'm, I'm missing it. I need mm-hmm. it. Uh, that type of thing. So we were on vacation. We went to Florida. Uh-huh. Yeah, fun vacation. We were gone for a week. Uh, left Monday morning at like 3 a.m. Oh, y'all were one of those people? Yeah, we were those people. It was actually trips. real busy. Yeah, yes. but they moved our surprised. flight from like 8 to 6. But y'all... Oh, okay. Yeah, I, thought, yeah, yeah. I don't know. In my head, y'all were driving for no, some no, reason. No, no, no. So you're not the people I thought you were. No, you're no, a different no. We're type not of people. people. I hate driving. <laughs> no, we were with a baby, dude, not driving. Yeah, yeah, she don't like driving. She don't like driving from here to the house, much less all the way to Florida. Yeah. She did real good on the plane, though. She slept for the way there and when we came back home so it was good my first time flying so i was real scared Especially that was your first time ever I, yeah that was my first time on a plane why did i not know this hey stuff? so how was the flight back uh it wasn't wasn't that the one it, that was, was pretty rough yeah they they said we were going through turbulence and whatnot but to me it, it wasn't bad sometimes they say that and it's nothing it was, and it was, other times it was they kind say of rough and your head hits the ceiling well i think and, what what calmed me down was so on the way there volume <laughs> now, so on the way there, I, I didn't do anything. I just sat there, like I didn't do anything. Yeah, but the baby was moving a lot, and you know, she was next to me, and I didn't know if I was supposed to grab her, or not grab her. Victoria had her, so back and forth, whatever. And then she finally went to sleep, and then by the time she had fallen asleep, there was only twenty minutes left. And then they had said, you know, put everything up. But then on the way back home, she went to sleep as soon as the plane took off. So then I watched the movie the whole way back. So I didn't even realize what was going on around me. What movie did you watch? I was watching the Godzilla movie they had on there. I never seen it. I watched. Like the new one that came out? or I think it said from 2018. It was all the monsters. Not not the newest one. Was it Kong Island? No, I seen that one. It wasn't that one. That was this new one was like Godzilla versus something else, right? Yeah, it was like versus the that came out during COVID, right? Yeah, yeah, it came out during COVID. Yeah, it was like it wasn't that one. It was a different one. The one you watched. It wasn't that that newest one right there. No, because they released a more recent one. Did it yeah. tell it like the? Uh, did it tell like the origin story? Was it that one or was it? Because I think there's three. I think the one that just came out was like the third one. So this one was after the mom and dad like they divorced, I guess, and they got back together. Uh-huh. And then the dad was looking for his daughter, and then got and then all of these like government agencies were trying to reawaken all the monsters yeah, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then, like, the big dragon thing was trying to take over the, the planet. I, yeah, I, I saw died. the first of the new ones, like, five or six years ago or whatever, whenever that was. And I just remember being like, oh, this isn't as good as I thought it was going to be. And I just didn't even bother with the other ones. Yeah, it was all right. So I've been, I, wa- I watched Soul. Okay. Oh, super disappointed. One, right? Really? Super disappointed. The whole storyline, it was just really. I didn't see it. I thought, man, this was going to be really cool. They bring this, you know, this kind of like spiritual type soul uh-huh. thing. It was mm-hmm. going to be a lot of soul music, and it was really going to go in. And it was just so corny, yeah, super corny. I was, 
I, I was so disappointed. I even like I had twenty minutes left on the way back home. I ended up watching it just so I could finish the movie, but it was just I thought it was still disappointed. I, I thought time. it was going to be like amazing ending because the rest of it was so sorry. <laughs> I was just hoping. Your logic's so messed up. <laughs> this has been so bad; it's got to get better. No, yeah. it just stays bad. Yeah, it was. It was. It wasn't good. It yeah, wasn't we, good we didn't watch that one. I haven't seen it. I heard of. I heard about that one. Don't waste your time. I heard it still sounds better than my drive bad. to Colorado. So how was how, you went to Colorado? Spent a week. Uh, no, I spent because two of those days are driving. Yeah, so we spent. Mm. I think we technically spent like four nights, five days. I think that's what it was. We left on a Saturday, got back the next Saturday, but I didn't get back. He spent two days driving in Texas. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, and then, but I when I came back, I had to. Uh, they dropped me off in San Antonio because I had to meet up with Tara and her side of the family um, for a family reunion, and uh, which was fine, but that was rough because I had just it was like coming straight off the drive through the night, so I was running on like a. Like an hour, hour and a half of sleep, but not even like real sleep, like a five, ten minutes here and there in the car sleep. So essentially I hadn't slept. And I just met up right with uh, her parents. We went to the family reunion and I spent like all and, you know, just got me some more coffee or whatever and uh, spent the whole day just like trying to not look like I was drunk in all the pictures. <laughs> and I don't think I succeeded. I, they, they showed me one of the, Tara showed me one of the pictures. It was, look, oh, you look so handsome. And I look, I'm just, like, my eyes are all half open. And You're like, I'm asleep. Look like you just came from Austin. It was ridiculous. And then, uh, but I mean, it was fine. You know, met some people. It was good. But then we went, um, and the whole time I was under the impression, because her, uh, her dad got uh, us and her brothers, they got us all this uh, hotel room in, uh, down by the Riverwalk for the night. We were supposed to go out to eat that night with some of the family that was at the reunion. and But I was under the impression we were going to get to take a nap in the afternoon the whole time. And so I'm like, I just get through this family reunion because it was at like tw- like 12 to 4 or something. But we were going to leave a little early and all. So I was like, well, I just get through this. You know, I go take me a couple hour nap, go to dinner. I'll be good. And then I'll go sleep and we'll be, I'll be set. And uh, at like 2 o'clock, her brother's like, yeah, we're going to go ahead and head to the hotel. Uh, you guys want to, y'all coming with us and all? And we're like, yeah, we'll come with you. Cause the dad wanted to stay and the mom was staying with the dad. Um, cause the dad, he was the dad's side of the family. So he's like all pumped seeing all these people and we don't know who anybody is. Right. So, you know, we did the nice shake hands. Hey, Oh, you're related to so-and-so. Okay. That's, that's awesome. Right. And so we did all that and they're like, yeah, we're going to go. And so we said, yeah, we're coming with you. And, uh, then the main lady, the oldest lady who's like, everybody's related to, uh, she's there. We hadn't said hey to her yet. So we're like, well, we'll say hey real quick uh, before we take off. So we go and talk to her. and uh, But that ends up being like five, six minutes or so. And then we're like, all right, well, we're going. So we'll we'll see you. Thanks again for invite. And we go outside and her brothers are nowhere to be found. So they had totally just ditched us. Oh. But, <laughs> but they, I don't think they... They said like, oh, no, we thought you guys were... We didn't know we were riding with us. Anyway, but they left, and there's no service, so we just, like, walked back in, sat down for a couple more hours, and then then we eventually got back to the hotel, and as soon as we get to the hotel, uh, I, like, put the suitcase in the corner, I sit down on the bed, and then uh, her dad sends a text message, like, a group text, was like, hey, so we're going to head out in about five minutes to do do the dinner, and so, anyway, 
I did not get that nap. And wow. By the time dinner came around, it was like 36 hours of no sleep, and I'm sitting there just nodding at dinner. <laughs> face <laughs> face all of them. Talking to relatives, I don't know, but it was good. It was fine. It was fun. I no tell them what you said. I, did, <laughs> I think I made it, but anyway. how was How was Colorado, though? Colorado was fun, though. Uh, it was cool. Did a lot of hiking. Did some hikes with uh, Eric and Rayanne. We did, we did a bunch of hikes with them. Uh, we did this one that was super disappointing because there's this there's this path called uh, Bridge of Heaven, and it's at like the very top of these mountains, and it's like a drop off on your right, a drop off on your left, and you're like on top of the world, and you walk on this path on the t- tip top of a mountain. It's called Bridge of Heaven. It's supposed to be amazing, and uh, there's been t- two other times when we went there, and we like started on that path, uh, and we got to like the top part of this of a mountain. Uh, and then it's like two more miles to get to the bridge of heaven part. But by every time we've gotten to that part, everybody's too tired because we started we too far down or something. And so we never made it to bridge of heaven. So this year we were like, we're making it to the bridge of heaven. And if you started from like this one spot, it was going to be like eight miles round trip. So like four there, four back. But the problem is it's like at the very top, it's like 12,000 feet elevation. Yeah. And the whole hike is like climbing. The air is thin. And it's, it's not, it, there's no like just kind of a casual walk in the woods. It's all like, constant switch back like really tough stuff but we were like we're gonna do it it's just uh me eric and ram we're like we can do this we ain't got anybody holding us back we're gonna do this thing so we set aside one day we we're gonna do it and we got all the way we were like a quarter mile from the bridge of heaven and uh there's it, it opens up to like this side of a mountain and uh, there's just snow slash ice covering the path that we're following. It just leads to this giant patch of snow, oh. and it just disappears. <laughs> and, oh. you can't, and then you can't see around the ridge because it's like a solid 30 yards or so ahead of just all ice, and it goes up and way down, too. And so you can't see around the mountain on the other side of the patch. So we didn't even know, like, if we—and we couldn't get across the snow because it's, like, icy, and it's super, super steep. And— uh and we're, we're in, like, tennis shoes that we weren't expecting to see snow right. up at yeah. there. And so, anyway, we did not get to see. We got all the way to the bridge. It is, like, yeah. literally on the other corner. Bro, it just wasn't your time to make it to heaven yet. Dude, I, I didn't make it to heaven. <laughs> it was a, still a cool trip, and it was the hike itself was still awesome. Because once you get, like, halfway up there, you're, like, on top of the world. You can see That's, like, definitely everywhere. on your bucket list now. Yeah, Next now, time so you now, go, you're taking a jacket, dude, the right was shoes, like, right. Oh, all the man. equipment. Oh, yeah, we were, we were pretty <laughs> yeah. pumped about that. But it was still cool. It was fun. It was a good time. Yeah, anytime you're in, in Colorado, it's a good time. Man, as soon as we got back, too, was like when the heat wave was happening. Oh, like the day I got back, I had to cut the grass and stuff. You know, yeah. I've been cutting a week. And you and just it saw was, snow. Dude, it was, I was I am not in Colorado so, man, I wish I was in heaven again. Yeah. <laughs> or close. I'll take close, close to heaven. Uh, all right, let's jump right into Culture Corner. You ain't got Caesar nobody to rap. Go. Yeah, I know we ain't got nobody <laughs> about to go in. <laughs> We're just walking right into Culture Quarter, dude. Yep. Adam, you ain't, you yeah, ain't about to? You're in the to? hot seat, man. Nah, I'm not, in, nah, I'm not, not there anymore. <laughs> oh, that's fun. All right, James, what you got for us today? So I told him before the start, I said, uh, have we talked about snow days on here yet? And Adam looked at me like I'm crazy. Yeah, it's like 100 degrees outside right yeah, now. Yeah, we're talking about it. So, no, the, the story, though, is apparently a lot of schools up north are uh, considering canceling snow days forever. Ever since pandemic stuff and people were doing school online, Makes sense at home, to me. they're like, "Yeah, we don't need to have a snow day." 
and people are pretty much up in arms about it. That's because, a sad trombone right there. Yeah, where's the trombone? There it is. No more snow days. But like all the parents, everybody, are they're pretty uh, adamant about having snow days because apparently all the. I mean, apparently, I mean, we're in Texas, so we never had snow days. We got ice days. We got ice yeah, days. which are not the same because you can't do anything. Right, exactly. Yeah. You can't but, go outside and throw snowballs yeah, you or build snowmen. You just sit in your house with the power off. Hope that the pipe doesn't bust. Yeah, that's us. But yeah, apparently they're thinking about getting rid of it, and everybody's pretty upset about it. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. But at the end of the day, you get out of school early, you know, and you don't have to go those extra few days or whatever. It well, now is. our cousin, she said that they just do late starts. Yeah, bro, they're, 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 bro, they're, they're like late starts. They're all like South Dakota, <clears throat> like nothing affects them. It could be thirty below. All right, we're going to the grocery store. Yeah, yeah you yeah. know, so it's it's a whole different world up there. They're ready for it. And yeah, I always tell people when they bring that up, I'm like, well, it's a different thing. Like they're not. It's the same thing as if. They had like a crazy heat wave happen in like Oregon or something. Yeah. Like a lot of those houses don't even have AC in it, you know, right, which is right. super weird to me. Yeah, I used to uh, when when I play online, like games with different people, we would always say, "Oh, where are you from? Where are you from? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in this state, this state, yada yada." And then this one girl, she was like, "Oh, I'm in this state, and it's hot, but it was mm-hmm. like 80." Yeah, but she had no AC. Yeah. Right? I'm like, what you mean fans. you got no AC? Yeah. She goes, where are you at? Oh, I'm in Houston. Like, it's 2000. You gotta have AC yeah, here. You, you got to. It's 2000. What do you mean you ain't got AC? That's what I was so... <laughs> I was so confused. Don't get you a window no unit AC. from Walmart for like 40 bucks. Let's go. No, she said they don't have that because at night it gets really cold still. Yeah. yeah. There's some areas like that. You know, like in, in, in California, you can like, you know, ski during the... The, or surf during the morning and ski at night. You know, it's yeah. one of those type deals where yeah. it gets cold. And I heard at nighttime that. it's real like it's like hoodie, like hoodie weather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just walk around with the light hoodie. Mm-hmm. Interesting. No more sco- uh, snow days. <clears throat> well, I wish we had some heat days. Everybody yeah, stay it's home. Too it's hot, hot outside. <laughs> <laughs> that now, would be nice. They're gonna right? turn off our. Uh, they're gonna turn our electricity off. Yeah. Hey, so I watched this uh, this YouTube channel called um, Off the Ranch. Uh, he's one of the bigger YouTube guys out there. He's, um, but he has this this you know the come and take it shirts. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know the how Edcott or whatever yeah, they are. Edcott. Edcott. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has a shirt that says "Come and take it," and then it's his air conditioner. <laughs> <laughs> all, yeah. the, yeah, all the memes with that. The other other one is uh, the Pawn Star guys. Uh-huh. When the government, you know, is like, "Oh, make sure you put your AC to seventy eight, and the best I could do is sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Uh, that's funny. That's funny. All right, I got an interesting one today. A guy actually survived getting swallowed by a well. This is the modern day Jonah and the well. All right, let's hear yeah, it. So, yeah, just like last week in Cape Cod, Michael Packard is a uh, lobster diver. He dives down for lobsters naturally. And, and why he was, he As said, one does there, <laughs> right? <laughs> Like the rest of us. Yeah. Uh, as he was diving down, he said he was almost uh, to the bottom when he felt like he got hit by a truck. And when he when he got when okay. he had this feeling, he started feeling around, and it was just all of this like hard stuff. And he says, "Oh my gosh, I just got ate by a great, <laughs> a great white, you know." And uh, yeah, sharks just, don't do that though. And uh, nah, so he's just like, they "Well, I don't, you. I don't feel no teeth." So he was just like. 
And so he started thinking about his kids and his wife and all this stuff. So almost he's going I'm, towards the light. Yeah. So, wait, wait. So at this point, is is he still like filled up? Is there water all around him? Yeah. There's like because they just swallow all the water. Yeah. Okay, so, so he's ba- still like underwater. Underwater, yeah, he's at the basically the bottom of wherever he's at, right? Uh-huh. And um, he gets swallowed by this whale. A minute later, the whale decides that he's too big to eat and spits him out. And he comes to the top of the water, <laughs> and he has a dislocated knee and some other soft tissue. What kind of whale was it? It was a um, humpback whale. Wow. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah. Because the humpbacks aren't they? They just eat like krill and stuff. Yeah, right? they're, they're, yeah, they don't. They eat small shell, it, small small shellfish. Not, I think a shrimp is like almost too big. Yeah, that, that, that basically that's what they were saying that he was just swimming by with his mouth open, uh-huh. and he, he got to be in there. he just happened oh, to get like sucked in. It's like a Finding in. Nemo situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were just swimming, and then the krill swim away, swim away. That's exactly what, that's exactly exactly, what happened. Yeah, so I mean, I, I remember those those whales just swim with their mouth yeah. open and feed that way, and he just happened to like. How come this happen hasn't happened since the Bible days? Yeah, you okay. know, and now just finally happened again. Like you, you well, get, how deep was he? I mean, because uh, uh, that whale is huge. Like that's yeah. not a small whale. No, but these also are the same whales that you'll see that'll break the water and yeah, jump. Yeah, they come up. Yeah, um, but the, he said it was almost at the bottom. So wherever the lobsters are, well, so is yeah, how deep the lobsters, he was. All, lobsters are at the bottom. So <laughs> wherever them. Yeah. So I mean, it was a pretty interesting story. This guy is. Uh, so how long was he under? water the whole time he was i'm not for sure how he was in the whale's mouth for approximately a minute and he must have been underwater for but he had scuba gear so he, he oh, okay he, yeah, he, he used to stuff. dive all the way to yeah the so gotcha. he, he never lost his i was thinking about holding your breath that whole time right because nah, he me, ain't like, jonah bro he ain't jonah <laughs> i'm done nah, after like 20 seconds yeah he, I'm uh, pretty pathetic with the it must be dark down there because oh, for sure if he because i'm thinking or if i look around and all of a sudden it's dark, then obviously I got swallowed by something. Yeah. But he didn't even realize because his eyes were open. Well, he had to feel around to see that he was swallowed. It must be dark where lobsters are. Well, it says in the story. We <laughs> sound so dumb. It says uh, that his fishing partner I knew that there was something wrong because like the normal bubbles were coming up to the surface and then they all of a sudden stopped. Yeah. And then um, that's insane. And then, then eventually, about a minute later, he started seeing more bubbles, and then that's when the whale spit him out. Wow! Yeah, it was I'm crazy. Glad he got spit out, and uh, like yeah. he, <laughs> exactly, you know. So I mean, he was just saying it was one of those life experiences, and, and of course now he's been on all of the talk shows yeah. and and uh, different things like that. So modern day Jonah and the whale—that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. So. Uh, I, I mean that was hard to beat, you know. I, I don't, I don't know what else. Like you, you beat that, get swallowed by a whale, and then come out and talk about it. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's like a Goodness. one in centuries. Yeah, yep, man. yep. All right, I got a song for you today. It, the song is called "Symphony" by Switch, featuring Dylan Chase. Echoes all around Feels like everything is crashing down Still I know where my hope is found And it's only you and ooh 
Symphony Switch featuring Dylan Chase. Um, we normally kill it a little bit earlier than that, but I, there's two parts of that last piece. I, you know, I, I always love the hip hop part of it. Uh, but Dylan Chase, man, I feel like he's a, uh, one of those guys that's been out there for a while. He always shows up on somebody else's album as a feature. Did we play something else with him yeah, not too long ago? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> but he's just really never popped off on a, on a solo thing, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think he's underrated, uh, so I wanted to give him some shine. But also in that same piece, the strings come in really hard, yeah. and uh, I really like that part. Uh-huh. Yeah, I can so. see it on your face. <laughs> you really like the strings. Yeah, the <laughs> strings come in. Uh, so yeah, the cello right. and the uh, whatever you call that one under the chin thing, violin. the violin. Yeah, <laughs> you remember uh, cello, but couldn't remember violin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, they come in hard. So I, I like that. Yeah, that was cool. That. Yeah, that's a good song. Um, Switch is actually a band. Uh, they're a band of uh, a bunch of different worship pastors. Oh, I thought oh, it was okay. the girl. Yeah, so did I at first. Yeah, I was confused too when I saw the girl. I was like, oh, I've heard her, but I, I didn't know her name was Switch, but it's because it's not. Yeah, exactly. So I was, I was asked, Sandra, I'm like, Symphony Switch, like is, is her name Symphony, you know, or is the name Switch? So I did some research and Switch is actually a band of uh, worship pastors. So pretty interesting. Go check them out, Switch, featuring yep. Dylan Chase, Symphony. Pretty yep. pretty good jam. Yeah, yeah. One of them pop songs that really sound like a big giant pop song. Yeah, yeah. That's so, good. all right, man. So I tell you, we had a, something a little uh, different plan today, and uh, so at the last minute, some things got changed. Um, so I actually was um, listening to another podcast uh, and read some different articles, and I was kind of like surprised to hear what I heard, and what I heard was. Back in the 90s, there was a Christian superhero, and his name was The Eliminator. That's what you got on the Illuminator, I'm sorry, not The Eliminator. Two totally different things. (laughs) (laughs) The Illuminator. Um, And this is part of the the Marvel thing, and uh, so I called Adam because he's a superhero guy, and uh, they had three different uh, Eliminator... Comics. Comics, and uh, I said, Adam, you know about this? And he was just like, no. So I told him, I said, listen up. And um, 
and check it out and then come back and then we'll talk about it on the podcast. So I actually, it uh, looks like here I just uh, got two of the same ones on there, but, uh, but yeah, so this guy here, just to give you kind of a, a, a deal back in the nineties, um, they, uh, who's the, the creator of all this? Y'all help me Stanley, out. Stanley, yeah. Stanley and this other, um, guy, they came to Stanley and they were just like, look, we got this idea. What do you think? And they were like, yeah, let's do it. And then they, so they came out with the illuminator and his superpower is this light. So basically yeah, the, I was trying the, to figure out what is the, the, the story is that this young kid was at like a summer camp and he got lost in the woods and seen this light, right? And when he went and seen this light, he was like, okay, I got to go check it out. Went and checked it out. And then the light like overcame him. The light of uh, Jesus. Come yeah, on. It. You see yeah, where it's going? It. Uh-huh. And uh, so now his superpower is dependent on the faith that he has in God. Nice. So the more faith that he has, the more power that he has to go out and to attack these don, uh, um, these demons and different things like that. And uh, so, yeah. On the cover here, it says, uh, he's not a hero from another planet. He's not a grim avenger of the night. He's not a radioactive mutant. Is the hero that keeps the faith. That's right. That's Wait, right. so Adam, so you read these? No, so I I didn't, I couldn't, I could, I found them online to buy, uh-huh. but they were kind of expensive, so I didn't buy any of them. Yeah. It says a uh, $4.99 US here on the cover of this one. Yeah, that was back when they <laughs> were. <laughs> back in 1990. <laughs> back to 1990, that was still $5. Wow. So, uh, and the other thing is, like, so when he got back from, uh, when he got back from camp, he met up with this ex, like older ex uh, biker. Yeah, and uh, so he he's the one that gave him this like motorcycle helmet and jacket, mm-hmm. and then he, the, you know that was his like his uniform when he goes out and oh, that's funny. Uh, goes out and does that. So Adam, tell us a little bit about what you come up with, and then also that we we kind of talked about. Um, and, and y'all gonna forgive me, and y'all know that I'm not like a real big uh, superhero guy, and I know you mm-hmm. guys are. So I was hoping Pastor Caesar to be here because he could chime yeah. in. But there was there's many other superheroes that have a faith background that I didn't know about, and uh, one of those was um, Moon Knight or something like that. What are we talking about? Yeah. So so I went and did some quick googs, and I found the top eight most obvious Marvel superheroes. Who are religious? Okay. Um, I'm gonna go through the names of them, and then if there's one that y'all want to stop and get more info on, I'll stop and read a little bit. But yeah, so the coming at number eight was Moon Knight. Number seven was Ghost Rider. Okay, so, so oh wait, Ghost so, Rider was one. Yeah, so this yeah. says Moon Knight was Jewish. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So Moon Knight, um, it's yeah. If that's what I saw too. That that he was a Jew. Um, he's the son of a rabbi, and okay. his father fled to Europe for America in an attempt to escape the Holocaust. Oh, wow. that's pretty. Cool, that's one right? of the most interesting things about his character. And then the way he got his powers was from an Egyptian god. Uh, it's said to be the avatar of vengeance. So he chose to be uh, the light for God and find and beat up and uh, criminals for their mistakes. And then okay. take them into tournaments. So you know, what's doing his, the good what's his thing. power though? Um, I want to know all the people's powers. That's what I always want to know. So Moon Knight, his powers are uh, that I don't have, but I can pull up real quick. Let's see. So it says. Um, so while he looks up that, you know, I um, 
it just the, when you think about like the whole universe type deal when we're talking about superheroes they live in this universe mm-hmm. um if all of these have like religious backgrounds that means like in this universe there's like a, a one overseeing god type right so i mean yeah. especially in the 90s so i know that you know through the 2000s and different things that probably really try to fade away from this whole God thing and, and mm-hmm. their stuff. But I just thought it was pretty interesting where, you know, in this superhero universe that there's a over overseeing by, by God. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something that, um, that I like about, uh, comics superheroes, because when Stan Lee was creating these different heroes, I mean, all, other people came in to influence and help them uh, with their ideas of different superheroes. But what, what to me that was always cool was when a hero was created, whatever time period that hero was put in, they brought whatever was going on in that time into the comics. That's interesting. So whatever the culture was that exactly. time, they kind of mixed them into that superhero. Yeah. And even, even the, like the not, I guess, white characters were always controversial, especially because the comics were way before our times now. Right. So a superhero like black Panther mm-hmm. was a huge deal when, yeah. when he was created and then he ended up, you know, being a huge step for the next part of Marvel stuff. So Stan Lee was always looking ahead, not what do I need to write for today, but what do I need to write and make so that these stories continue generations from now? That brings up an interesting point. So <clears throat> will we ever see the Illuminator? You know what I'm saying? Because there, yeah. if you look at the, if you're looking at the the current superhero movies and stuff, they're starting to pull back from some of the older, older stuff and yeah. bring them into the. the the more current stuff. So will they ever go back to the Illuminator? Probably not. Probably not the Illuminator. <clears throat> but if you look Probably at, not, yeah. but if you look at some of the stuff that's been like really successful, like God's Not Dead, the movies, you know, mm-hmm. one through whatever, they've done a three or four of them now. Um, the Christian dollar, you know, people decided that they'll spend the Christian dollar on on yeah. something like that. So as popular as uh, superhero movies are. I think you will see a huge turnout of if they ever did a movie or something like that on from the from the Christian community. That's probably yeah. true. What's uh what's even crazy for me was when uh so not to steer from the superhero stuff, but I'll tie it back in. We recently went and saw uh we just saw the new Fast and Furious movie. So if you're familiar with those movies, the way the lineup is, there's only a couple things that the whole movie um is about. Family Fast cars and something else like defeating the enemy. Okay. Yeah. Being the good guys or whatever. (laughs) Bad guys, but good guys right at the same time. But even throughout those, they've made nine of those movies. Now they've always kept the same thing. So even the movie that just came out in 2021, when everything is about the alphabet, LBGTQ, whatever they're called, you know, trying to find out your identity, this movie still, yeah. didn't bring any of that into it. Right. I didn't see anything like that at all. And even at the end, they was still about family. They prayed at the very end of the movie for grace, for the food. And they've done that in every single movie. And they left the seat open for homeboy that died. Yeah. RIP Paul Walker. Paul left Walker. The seat for him. But yeah. I mean, and those movies, I was surprised when I saw the numbers, even that, the last one they made was Hobbs and Shaw uh-huh. on the opening weekend made more money 
than the top Marvel Avenger movie wow. in one weekend. That's so so that's something them, to say about keeping the same values of one movie that reaches mass amount of people will be successful. Well, you know, it, it, it goes along with the superhero stuff too, but the Fast 9, those type of movies, they have a big like cult, a culture following in China. So yeah. they get a lot of their money and stuff and like that from overseas. Yeah, because I heard like with the last with the the one you're saying just came out, uh, Fast Nine. I heard that like eighty plus percent of it of the uh, the money that they made on the opening weekend was like all from China. All yeah, China. it's yeah. all China. Yeah. yeah, it's a huge. Yeah, the racing those movies and are huge. On all the They're CGI, like the the CGI is huge in China. All that yeah. type of stuff. Super disappointed in the movie. Um, yeah, mean, it wasn't I, my favorite. Wasn't my. It was probably my least favorite. I say super disappointed. I'm not like it wasn't as bad as Soul, uh, <laughs> um, but it, it, it kept your attention because there's so much action and different things like that. But yeah. it was just like they finally went too far. Like at, at the end, of I the, saw. I remember seeing. I've only seen like two or maybe three of them. I think the last one I saw was Fast Five. Oh, back man. then, and I was thinking this is ridiculous. No, 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 no. they no, went too it's far. Gotten way they had worse. this like, and I figured it's only going to get worse. They had this so forty-foot military vehicle that like turned over eighty times, and no, finally, at, <laughs> finally at the end, Don like jumps in the driver's seat and you know corrects it and steers it yeah, out. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, but I mean, nah. I get it though. Like that's their thing. It's supposed to be these crazy stunts. Yeah. Like that's the movie. But for me, it was just too much. Yeah, and he, when. I don't know. That stuff is just too much for me. Yeah. Like, They're good. Yeah. Mean, we, I, like we, like we like them. We like them. Yeah. All right. So talk, talk, talk to me about the rest of these. Uh, or you got, okay, you got so, yeah, so I got so I got his powers for you, James. So okay. it says his noted abilities are he's an expert. Who are we talking about? This is uh, moon. moon Knight. Moon Knight. Okay. So he's an expert detective. Okay. He's proficient in martial arts. Mm. Armed oh, combats. Uh-huh. Utilizes high tech equipment. Increased strength, speed, and endurance depending on the lunar cycle. Yeah, I think I played him on the UFC game. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm guessing the Egypt god or whatever that he... You said he got his powers from... Yeah, from an Egyptian god. So that god must have something to do with Something the to do with the moon, hence his name, Moon Knight. Yeah. Be. Mm. Get it. Okay. Good yeah. job. Yeah. So I've already, good. I basically know all the comments yeah. now. So. Which, actually, uh, fun fat guy. So, pretty soon with. Did you call me a fat guy? No. So, fun fat fun, he oh, a fun I, fat guy. I, I, that's a fun fat guy. I was just like, man, I don't know if that's a compliment or not. Hey, a fun fat guy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, so, no, so so Disney Plus had they started making Marvel TV shows series. Yeah. Like, Are they any you know, good? Uh, I've seen that they're out. I haven't watched it. We can get back to those. So they're actually making a Moon Knight one. Oh, really? Within another year or two. From That's what, what I'm I saying. Saw. They're starting to pull they're back. Starting from to. They what have I was no going to say now. about that is uh, a lot of people just <laughs> say like. You know, Hollywood's also supportive of all these super progressive things that we're talking about. But I don't even think it's – they're just trying to make money. Yeah. So whatever – You know, whatever, whatever the uh, thing is, and right now that's the big stuff right now. So yeah, do it. So if, uh, if there was a big movement of people spending a lot of money on Christian stuff, like for sure they're going to make that stuff. If it's going to make them money, then that's, that's, that's for what, sure what they yeah, believe. It's all about the dollar. It's all about the dollar. It's what yeah. capitalism yeah. does. Yep. But which even speaking of that, to to kind of pivot back to the shows and to all the LGB whatever movement stuff that is happening, 
recently on the most recent episode of the show right now, Loki, which is mm-hmm. another superhero show on Mar uh, on Disney Plus. Yeah, me and Victoria were watching it, and for a good three to five minutes, the two main the two main characters right now in the show just had a full fledged conversation about. Whether he's gay, bi, what he likes, mm-hmm. like for no reason. With Loki? Right? With Loki. The main guy? Yeah, the main guy just started talking about it and we just look at each other. Like, what What? What just happened? <laughs> what are we doing? They were just f- having a huge fight scene and then now they're talking about, you know, they killed everybody in the room and now they're just going to sit there and talk about this for three to five minutes. And then since that's happened, the views, the rating has plummeted. And it was the, the number happen. one show they had put out since any of their other Disney shows. I heard the same thing happened with the uh, the one with uh, Captain America, whichever. Yeah, the Winter Soldier and Falcon yeah, TV the show. The happened same thing happened they to them, They made, like, too. a, uh, what was it? It was some kind of police joke. Uh, oh, yeah, it was whenever, um, so they went, they went, they were, the two main guys, One one's a white guy, one's a black guy. Uh-huh. They were in the hood neighborhood, and they yeah. were walking out of the house, and then the cop just immediately stops the uh, Falcon, which he's like a superhero, okay? Yeah. And just he's stop the black him. Dude. And he's the black guy. Just stop him. Hey, what are you doing? He's like, dude, I'm just walking here. And then they're like about to arrest him for doing nothing, just walking on the streets, sidewalk. And then the other guy, Winter Soldier, He's, you know, trying to back back him up or whatever. And then he's got like a temper problem. So he's about to like he can kill any anybody. So he's like about to fight these cops. And he the Falcon, the black guy's like, no, no, don't worry about it. Well, then they run both of them. And then sure enough, uh, Winter Soldier, the, the white guy, has a warrant out for his arrest, like mm-hmm. capture on site, super deadly, dangerous guy. And then it like flips all of a sudden. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, this is the thing. Like I, I'm down. If you want to sit in the room and you want to have a conversation, I'll have a conversation with you. Uh-huh. If you want to talk about the alphabet or you want to talk about whatever, whatever it is, let's have the conversation. But the problem I don't like is I, I don't like all this stuff in my entertainment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm sitting down to watch, Whatever my entertainment is, if it's a movie, if it's a ball game, if it's you know, whatever it is, I, I, I really like to keep the political stuff out of it because I'm sitting down to be entertained to try to get away from all of this craziness. Mm-hmm, yeah. But there is time. This is there is time to sit down and have conversation about whatever you want. If we can't have a conversation, we're not going to move forward as a community. Yeah. So let's let's find this. Let's find the spaces to have the conversation, but also let's find the spaces that to not put it in there so we can just enjoy what we're doing and not have a political agenda to mm-hmm. go along with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. But yeah, I heard when that happened too that because uh, apparently you can look when they look up all their. Uh, Logistics about like how many views and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, apparently, can you can see it. like when people started tuning out too. And apparently, like right at that scene, they lost like well, I don't that, mean, it was like the majority percentage of the viewers turned off. And that's just because they were just like, dude, we're over this. Because that was kind. I think that came out during Black Lives Matter stuff yes, when it was did. kind of more at its height, and people yeah. were just like, dude, I'm over this. Well, that's the whole. What's one of the reasons I think they waited to release the show? Uh-huh. Because it it had been done. Like, a lot of these shows had already been finished pre-COVID, yeah, yeah. during COVID. They were mm-hmm. just sitting in a vault ready for them to be released. And then, I don't know if they timed it perfectly, but 
with all the Black Lives Matter stuff coming out and then that show dropping at the same time. So you're saying they made that scene already before yeah, all that stuff been was done. going down. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been done. I mean, they, they had already had all this stuff recorded. Oh. But the whole premise of like the bad guys in that show, it's not the actual bad guys. Like if you look in, it's the government. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's completely flipped. As if it is like right now where everybody's portraying the governments as the bad guys and the anarchists, the revolutionary people are the good guys, Uh which is basically the same thing of what the show was. And then at the end of it, uh, Falcon, he becomes the new Captain America, which is supposed to reunite everybody, you know, like what Captain America does. Mm -hmm. And throughout the whole show, too, they were just saying, you know, you can't be Captain America because you're black. Yeah. That was the whole the throughout and he's like I don't know what you're talking about. Like I don't see it. I don't see it. Mm-hmm. They're calling him ignorant, calling him dumb, saying he's not black. I mean, that's what the whole show was about. And I think to your point that uh people are tired. They're, they're yeah. just like I was saying, they're tired of having that in their entertainment. Yeah. They'll see it, they'll watch it on the news, they'll listen to it in certain places, but when they want to sit down and they there's places they want it and there's places they yeah. don't. I mean, Netflix took a big hit when they put those little girls on there that were all mm-hmm. did up and stuff like that. So these companies are going to finally start to see like, let's keep entertainment in the entertainment box yeah. and let's keep the political stuff again, in the political box. They're just box. trying to make money. That's it. They're so just, they're, it's all yeah. they're trying to do you is know. make money. Yeah, Everybody, so. It seems like everybody just like leans in like really hard to whatever people are talking about. But the, but the problem is like the numbers of the people that are really pro the, all the different alphabets and pro the gay stuff and all that are very small, right? Mm-hmm. Compared to every everybody else, but they're the loudest, so it feels like they have greater numbers. But what happens is when in times like that, mm-hmm. the majority stands up and says, no, this well, is I not where we want it. I don't even know if it's it. like majority. I think the majority of people are kind of more just like indifferent about stuff. Yeah. And you have like some loud people on both sides, but I think most people are like, yeah, I mean, maybe, I don't know, no, but they don't, they're not spending any yeah, real but effort. But they're in, like not here. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, interesting. Yeah. All right. Tell us about but, these other uh, spiritual superheroes. Okay, so this one, uh, funny enough, is going to be number six was Captain America. Um, And I actually have a clip uh, to play that goes with him, and we can chat about uh, Captain America for a minute. So Captain America has been known uh, throughout the comics to be portrayed as a Christian, uh, either a Christian or a Protestant for sure. And then the biggest time that this character faith had come out is during the first Avengers movie when it came out in 2012. So we're going to play that clip. We'll leave these clips in the description. Loki or kills him, the Tesseract's lost. Stark, we need a plan of attack. I have a plan. Attack. Uh. I'd sit this one out, Cap. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. Very cool. Um, 
I feel like this is definitely from 2012. I feel like I go to Party City and get some of these costumes. <laughs> <laughs> That's so crazy, right? What's funny is that so when these movies were first coming out, most of the the characters that have costumes like Iron Man, uh, Thor, they have to wear all uh-huh. of these costumes, especially Iron Man. He's got that huge metal suit he has to wear. Yeah. Well, you fast forward even five years after this to the new ones, you see behind the scenes, he, uh, Robert Downey Jr. is just in a regular old suit, not even green. Wow. And, they, it's all and CGI. They, the whole suit, suit is now CGI. That's it's to- crazy. That's totally sweet. Yeah. It's really yeah. cool. He just I wears like, the middle though, piece. That's it. I, I like seeing movies where, like, when I was telling y'all, me and Tara watching all the Lord of the Rings stuff. Uh, so they have the scenes with like all the orcs and stuff and it's I mean it's all people just makeup artists and uh, you know just costume design stuff yeah there's art to it I mean there's definitely some CGI stuff in that but it's still that was all like before it was like super super like every yeah, movie yeah, yeah. was like 80% CGI now you, you know what's kind of cool about those movies if you go to like the early ones like um, I forgot what movie is but it's, I think it was actually one of the first Lord of the Rings like everybody's like running down off this, you know, this hill and they're like attack and they're just like running mm-hmm. down. Well, there's a lot of extras and stuff in there that just yeah. throw some stuff on and, and dirty their face. Uh-huh. And then if you look closely, they have like Air Jordans on. But see, I like stuff like that because uh, not the Air Jordan thing, although that's funny. But I like when because uh, I like. There's just like a realness to it. It's yeah. just fun because you know they had to get a group of 400 people together to run on this yeah. hill and yeah. get it shot. And there's some kind of like authenticity that's like, I don't know, likable about yeah. that stuff. Then, and and that's, that goes on to like a lot of different things like, uh, you know, records yeah. instead of, you know, digital stuff. You know, yeah. it just gets that warm feeling to Maybe it. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So the next one on this list uh, is going to be number five and it's The Thing. He's one of the Fantastic Four. He's, He's like the rock-looking rock guy. Um, it says that his character is a Jew. Really? Yeah. So he has, you know, faith of, of Jewish, uh, what is it, Judaism? Yeah. Um, Which and is then, pretty close to us in the Old Testament, you know? Yeah. So. And then the next, number four, is Kitty Pride. This is an X-Men character. I've I've never heard of her before. It wasn't like a Katy Perry album? <laughs> nah. <laughs> But she also is a Jew. Uh, yeah. Okay. So I, I believe her character was invented um, when she was being like mutated and messed with by um, by the Nazis. Uh-huh. And then she's a Jew and then became with all these uh, powers. So lots of Jews here. Yeah. Uh, number three, another another Jew is mm-hmm. Magneto. So oh, Magneto's, wait, uh, Magneto's he's the bad guy, the X Men yeah, yeah, with the yeah. metal. He can he's control supposed to be metal. Jewish? Yeah, he's a bad yeah, guy. Yeah, he's Jewish. So he's also one of those characters that was during the Holocaust too. Okay, that's where he his origin so he went the other way. From. Yeah. Like it messed him up. He had daddy yeah. issues and stuff. So yeah, he yeah, was yeah. just like, I'm out. He went. Yeah, he went the other way. Uh, number two would be Nightcrawler. He's another X Men. Uh, he's the guy oh, that can where? like teleport in places. Oh he yeah, like, he's blue. About, he's yeah, blue. Yeah, yeah. Which his is in his story yeah, he was, was bad too. Yeah, he was kind of he went both, both ways. He right? went both ways. Uh-huh. Like whoa, 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 whoa. Well, let's yeah, explain yeah, yeah. this. He let's was, explain uh, what we're talking about. So he worked with Magneto. Yeah, and he was a bad guy. Yeah, uh-huh. and then after all that stopped, he di- he didn't die, and then he went to the good guys and started to work underneath them. But what his his story was interesting because he. He looks 
almost like demonic like. Yeah, he's got a he's got a devil tail. His yeah. ears are pointy. He's blue. Uh, he just looks scary. He doesn't look like he looks like somebody that would be mad, right? Of what happened to him. Uh-huh. But there's um, he was Catholic, right? Um, yeah, his he was Catholic Christian, and his character came out interesting for me because he talked with Wolverine. Yes. Which Wolverine is the X Men with the rage problems? He's got the three claws that come out um, that are you know metal. If you he can't die, his body regenerates super fast. And there was um, a there was an episode where they were talking to each other, and he uh, Nightcrawler had told Wolverine that you know he believed that there is a god, and then Wolverine had told him, "Oh yeah, he has it right here. Pull it up so I can uh, we can do we can read it." I don't want to misread any of it. Disappeared. There it goes. Now you have to zoom in something on that. Oh, it's splitting up all weird yeah, on his page. It just went really but weird. Anyways, so so James, can you read it? It's, it's right there. The quotes. It says, "Don't tell me about God." Wolverine growls. Yeah, yeah, right there where his cursor is. So, yeah. yeah, through the episode right here. That's uh, through the episode is truly astonishing. How in-depth this cartoon is willing to go into thorny theology, with Wolverine refusing to believe in a god who could let bad things happen to good people, while Nightcrawler strikes a distinctly Augustin- Augustinian posture of trusting God's higher ways. And it says in quotes, uh, God gave up on us a long time ago, Wolverine snarls. God does not give up on his children, Nightcrawler says. He is there for us in times of joy and when we are in pain if we let him. Uh, then it goes on to say, this is this is the sort of wholesome Christian content people in the 90s were always saying was missing from pop culture entertainment. Maybe they were just looking in the wrong places. They have to look to Wolverine to get it. <laughs> yeah, Or to Nightcrawler. <laughs> or to Nightcrawler, yeah. yeah. So that's pretty interesting in the superhero yeah. movie... With uh, Nightcrawler and the Wolverine. It's that funny, there's... it's nice that you're bringing these up. I'm remembering these scenes. But as I never kid, really... Right? Yeah. Well, not all of them were as a kid. Like, like this... I think... Is that one from the uh, the Wolverine... Like, the the Wolverine movie where he dies at the end? Where it's, like, him at the end of his life? Or is that a different one? I don't think so. That one was horrible. I felt like... I, I saw it once. I felt like I remember liking it. I believe these quotes actually came from the... Like, no, it came, from, it came from the... I think it was the cartoon series of X-Men, or it was the comic. Because you can see at the very beginning of the article, it has the picture of the scene, and it's yeah, cartoon. Right. Well, anyway, the point I was making is, like, That's I don't like ever Scooby remember Doom. thinking these were, like, Christian characters, and I still don't think they were supposed to be portrayed as such. I, it was just more like... We believe in a God, uh, just like moments in these books. Yeah. You know? And this is back in the 90s when uh, there was still a, a, a huge founda- a Christian foundation in America, right? So yeah. uh, Again, they just whatever people want. Yeah. That's what they'll make. So pretty interesting. Yeah. And then coming at number one is Daredevil. So the Daredevil, there's a TV show on Netflix that's Daredevil. Um, it's definitely rated MA. Um, mm-hmm. So just for the listeners, if you want to watch it, if you haven't seen it, it's definitely MA uh, for sure because of language, violence, and all kinds of other stuff they put in there. But but Daredevil, uh, throughout the show, throughout the comics, so his mother was a nun. 
so so that's where his whole life started was his mother was a nun um, and then he's oftentimes found at the church uh, he was raised catholic uh, confessing his sins to a priest they they have that in the comics a bunch of times they also have it uh, in the in the tv show to show him all the time he's in the confession booth talking to the father telling him you know that i've seen this i'm about to do this and mm-hmm. there's different times where the priest would ask so have you done these sins? Are you confessing a sin or are you like pre-confessing? Mm-hmm. And he would always say, well, I'm about to do this sin. And he and says, I, come back next week and I'll give you, how yeah. I be they name God the Father's however many to do yeah. next week. Because his thing was he didn't know if he was going to survive what was going to happen. Uh, he was trying to get his life straight before he was He was trying went. to always get his life but he was in line and then yeah. he would go do it. Yeah. So that was his whole origin. There's a lot, a lot of Christians uh, today mm-hmm. that act just the same way. I'm talking mm-hmm. to y'all out there in mm-hmm. podcast land. Goodness. So... Going uh, going through all these and reading and doing research on it, it, it brought me to think, is it okay for us Christians to be a fan of this stuff, mm-hmm. to like it, to to do research on it? To When even saying research sounds weird because it's like not real, yeah. right? Like <laughs> right. It's, it's a whole fan based thing. It's not something that's real, but it's a, it's in, it's instilled in our culture, though. I mean, this is a big part yeah. of what the culture is. That's why they do so big numbers at the office. I mean, box it's our, real. Box office. It's, it's not like a you can't go shake their hand, but I mean, like, is the Harry Potter books real? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Harry Potter's not a real person, but like, it's real stuff. Yeah, it's it's real stuff, but I guess I mean real as in it doesn't really it. To me, looking at it, it doesn't do anything to your soul, mm-hmm. like real. It doesn't bring real meaning, I guess, to your life. It doesn't, like, if you just if you just focused on this stuff your whole life, uh-huh. it wouldn't do anything for you. Okay. Like, the Bible, you go through it, it feeds you. You listen to messages, it, that stuff that's breathing it into your life, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, doing, doing some research more on it, I found this article that's really good that talked about the comic world has always been based around gods, humans, and extraordinary powers. Yeah. And they have so many hidden meanings inside of these characters. Yeah. Which is stuff that can be related to in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a bunch of scriptures here that go saying that, you know, as Christians, we need to set our minds on things that are noble, true, right, pure, lovely, and admirable. Philipp- uh, Philippians 4.8. And they list all these comics that have those that all those uh, hidden values are in these comic books or in this show here, which is why the superheroes are so fascinating to humans because of these meanings and values that they kind of instill in you without yeah. even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And on, on, on the other hand of that, I would just say there's a lot of a perversion in it, too, that. Yeah. Obviously, back in the 90s, that they have a lot of this stuff that was at the core of yeah. it. Um, but over the years, as culture has changed, a lot of it's been perverted. And that they're bringing, you know, selling sex in it. They're selling, you know, other things like we were talking about earlier. Um, you know, the the gays and the different things like that. Uh, so at, at its core, I think they started off on the right path. But then through so many times, just like so many other subjects that started off good. Um, you know, sin has, has creeped in and it's changed it a little bit. 
Yeah, it's just like I remember before. Well, it was during Marvel's Infinity War, um, the second part, of, the second part one. So one of the producers uh, slash directors, one of the Russo brothers, they're the ones that produce, direct all these huge Marvel movies. They're like the guys that do it. Yeah. Well, I don't know about both of them, but I know one of them has been open about being gay, uh-huh. and he's in a scene in one of the in one of the move in that movie. He's in a scene just talking, um, and you know he his character person says that I had a I had a date with a guy. Uh-huh. It's very open about it and talks about it. Well, then after the movie came out, they um, they interviewed him, obviously, about that one little scene, the whole movie yeah. that's almost three hours long, and that's the part they want to talk about. Yeah. Uh-huh. And asking him, oh, are you the first you know, openly gay character to be in a Marvel movie? Or is there going to be more like you? Is there going to be more superheroes that come out because of this? And all he said was, I think I'm the first to openly be in a movie about it, but there's definitely going to be other superheroes that come out saying that they're gay, homosexual, trans, whatever, Mm -hmm. if that's what they want to make. So basically he's doing the whole, yes, if it's going to make us money. Yeah. (laughs) And and those, the people that are doing the interviews, their whole goal, like we talked about it earlier, is to get a quote mm-hmm. so you can put it on a headline somewhere so you can get the clicks yeah. so the the revenue can come in for whatever you know company they're working for so they can keep their job. It, it has nothing that they – most of them really don't care about that person sitting in the, the chair across the street, across the thing yeah. from them, uh-huh. you know. Um, and unfortunately – that's where our culture has gone today. It's not about it's not about the the person. It's not about the um, the relationship. It's about the click. You yeah. know, when's like when's the last time you guys have actually besides if you're like me besides the you know maybe sports or something have you turned your TV on like regular TV or regular cable? cable? Yeah. yeah, I don't even have cable. Right, have it's cable. all about you know getting on the internet and doing that stuff. So everything is driven. I was talking to my buddy Vaughn the other day, and he, you know, I was talking to him about some different things, and he was trying to encourage me. He listens to our podcast, he enjoys it, and then he told me that he he thinks that that I should get out there a little bit more and do certain things. And he says like, if you're not getting whatever your product is to somebody's phone, you're not doing a good job. Yeah, you know, and that's mm-hmm. kind of the the culture we're living in. If you can't get it to the phone, if you can't get it on the internet where somebody can click on it, mm-hmm. you're not doing whatever you're doing right. Yeah. You know. So I think that's that's a, a huge part of the culture today. Yeah, but that's really uh, pivoting off of that. It's really weird because for us, like my generation would be me, James, and then even anyone younger, some of the people that are older than us, that's all we get our information on yeah. is our phones. Yeah. Our phones, I don't, I don't even, I can't tell you the last time I had cable. I mean, I had cable just to watch the Astros. But as soon as the season was over, I, I cut it off. Yeah. But now we don't even do that. We use a subscription service to just watch the games, and that's it. It was like seven or eight years ago. Like it was a line in one of Andy Benio's songs. He's like, "Look, we get our news from Twitter. If we wait for the nine o'clock news, it's already late. Yeah, it's old. Yeah, news. it's, it's old, old news. news. Like they've already went on to something else. You know. Yeah. So I mean, and you've seen, you know, when, um, you know, this is not a, a plug for. President Trump or not uh, nothing, but you see that 
you know, he got the information out through social media. He didn't wait till he had his presidential speakings and the whole world was tuned in. Mm-hmm. No, the whole world was tuned into his Twitter account. And it didn't matter if it was two o'clock in the morning. If he had something <laughs> to say, he was going to say it, yeah. you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And not to same thing, not to plug any of these people, but that off of Trump, I mean, before him, it was Obama. And they would say that Obama was the social media, our first social media president, mm-hmm. right? Because he did the whole Instagram thing on, like, talk shows and, on talk shows, like, shows and, and then do the, you know, had Twitter, the most follows ever, all this stuff. And then he did I, from, from, I guess from, I don't know if I, what I remember, but I don't really remember seeing him tweet like Trump did. No. It, well, it I don't changed think Twitter the was whole, as big then, was it? Probably it, not. Probably not as big, but that that just kind of puts in perspective uh-huh. that how it's much it's changed. Yeah, yeah. but that, you got to think President Trump was a, a culture icon for the last twenty years. You know, I yeah. mean, I, I can remember when in the nineties and early two thousands, like every rapper rapped yeah. about had uh-huh. something Trump in the, money, Trump yeah. money, Trump towers. The brand mm-hmm. Trump was in their music. Jay Z from all the way down. Yeah, uh, and so you know he was a culture icon, and he. You know, he played off of it, got his TV show and did all those different things. So uh, like his politics or not, he understood how to use the technologies and different things like that. And how do, how do we even get here? You know, what's really funny about that is uh, so like, you said, that like you said, he used to be associated like a lot of rappers would reference him. He was associated in like the rich, uh, you know, just like baller status. Stuff. He's on Forbes magazine. And now if you think about his like followers or whatever it's all like these rednecks super white like, yeah, <laughs> backwoods even, yeah just like <laughs> that created twitter account people missing yeah. teeth and like right yeah. they're they're part of some militia somewhere in yeah. like kentucky <laughs> that's Those are not our people. what you think of. <laughs> used to think like gold plated stuff and uh, <laughs> that is funny. funny that is so funny all right, uh, you got anything else we need to cover? Or we that's kind of where we need to just leave it off right there for the people. Uh, we can leave it off there, but I was just gonna uh, read a couple of scriptures that I found that are thirty Bible verses that are about superheroes. I'm not gonna read all thirty. Thirty, let's do it. Make but it I'll, sixty. I'll do the, do <laughs> sixty. <laughs> all right, give us a couple of those. But a couple of so a couple. One was uh, Isaiah one seventeen. Learn to do good. Seek justice. Correct oppression. Bring justice to the fatherless. Plead the widow's cause. Man, that's a superhero. That's a superhero. It's a superhero. Let's hear another. Yeah. So another one right here is Psalms 94, 16 through 17. Who rises up for me against the wicked? Who stands up for me against evildoers? If the Lord had not been my help, my soul would soon have lived in the land of silence. Superhero. Mm-hmm. Superhero. You got one more? Let's got, do it. I got one more. Joshua 1, 9. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous do not be frightened and do not be dismayed for the lord your god is with you wherever you go well i like it i like it that'll that'll take us in right there thanks for stopping by sorry it was a couple weeks out but we love you this is the refuge project